Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. Hope you're having a great day. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, and of course, Blake Street Tavern. A lot of great headlines to get to today. Before I get to those, I have something I need to get off my chest. Maybe you've witnessed this before. And I'm sh- actually, I put money on it that you have. Either you have witnessed it or you're the problem with it. <laughs> and now I'll let me tell you why. Why do people speed up when you're trying to merge into their lane? Like they're behind you. You're trying to get into their lane. Then you turn on your signal and you start to move. And then they're like, ah, fuck that. And then they hit the gas and then just make it so you can't merge into their lane. Why do they do that? Makes no sense to me. It happens on the highway. It happens like when I'm dropping my kids off at school, like this morning, I'm dropping off my kids at school, say, I love you. Bye. After I pull over and park, let them out. It's not like I just like I'm driving by and I open the door and be like, run, drop and roll. (laughs) Something like that. Don't do that. I pull over, make sure that they get out safely. Jeez. What were you guys thinking? Dicks. Anyway. Uh, so I pull over, let them out, say goodbyes. Then I put on my signal to get back into the, the flow of traffic. I have plenty of room to start going and I start to go and I can literally hear the rev of the engine that of the guy that is behind me. And yes, this always seems to be guys. What the fuck, man? Uh, it can make your penis smaller if you allow somebody in your lane. Is that what it is? Is that what you're afraid of? I don't know who told you that nonsense. It's not true. Not true. Okay, so I'm trying to get over and the guy literally hammers the gas and just makes makes it so I can't get in his lane. Why? Why does that happen? Drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. Now, what's what's also funny, it's not like I'm I'm swerving back and forth and being a reckless driver. I could understand that. You know, there's people constantly changing lanes and whatever, especially when you're on the highway. I could see that where they're like, let's not let this guy in. He's a dick. He's driving like an asshole. I get that. Probably not a good idea due to road rage to kind of, you know, try to block the guy. But I, I get your mindset on that. But it is kind of funny when you see those people that are constantly they're they're late for work for whatever reason. They took too long in the bathroom in the, you know, that morning. They're late for work, whatever. And they're going back and forth, back and forth. Next thing you know, you're at a stoplight and you look over and you're like, hey, that's the same guy. (laughs) That's the same. Hey, how did your reckless driving work out for you? Huh? Huh? You got so far ahead. Yeah, we're at the same light. (laughs) You dumbass. Uh, It just drives me crazy. Now, that being said, I'm not a perfect driver. I'm not. But I like to point fingers at other people (laughs) and say, you are the problem. Not me. Not me. Jeez. My God. Anyway, you know what we need to do? Let's get into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> They're not going to sell beer at the World Cup stadiums. And the irony is Budweiser has a multi-million dollar deal with the World Cup, and they're supposed to be able to sell alcohol 
But I guess eight days before the the opening ceremonies, they realized, ah, shit, we 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 can't be selling the booze at the stadium. And really, and part of that is I I, I pulled up a, a New York Times article because I was trying to find out more information on this. It says uh, anonymous sources told the New York Times that the abrupt directive came from the Qatari royal family amid concerns that excessive visibility of alcohol would upset the local population and create security problems. So I get it. It's a culture thing. They don't, they don't like that. The sale and consumption of booze is heavily restricted in the conservative Arab Gulf nation. So I get it. It makes sense. It's bizarre that you have a big multi-million dollar sponsor, but then basically a week prior, like, well, you guys can sell it, but not in the stadiums. And there's very restricted areas that you're allowed to do this. It, it's very hypocritical. You're allowing the sponsor and the sponsorship money to come in, but you're you don't want people to be able to fully consume it so it, it's it's ridiculous it's not the first time stuff like this happens i used to work for a company that did the exact same thing be like we'll take the money from alcohol but we're not allowed to say we consume it we're not a- allowed to say anything about the customer consuming it can't say how much it costs nothing you can just say basically here's beer and the beer name is blah so I, I get it. You have standards, but then you're sitting there, you're pocketing the money. So that's a little bit hypocritical. Also, you're also going to have a problem with no beer sales in the stadiums at the World Cup. You're going to have a big reality check. What's going to happen is you're going to have a bunch of sober soccer fans going, holy crap, this game is boring. <laughs> what? Look what you've done, Qatar. Look what you've done. What the hell? What's the score? Nil, nil? Ugh. No wonder we used to drink when we'd watch this game. It's boring as hell. (laughs) Soccer fans, I'm joking. My God. I don't need any hate mail. Kidding. I like playing soccer. I played soccer the other day with my kids. I'm horrible at it. I am horrible at it. I respect the game. I respect the athleticism. Blah, blah, blah. Ah, you guys are going to be mad at me. I'm sorry. CNN's not going to let their anchors get drunk on its New Year's Eve show anymore. Why would you let them do it in the first place, CNN, you morons? My God. That's a bad look for a company to go finally go, hey, you know what we need to stop doing? Let's stop letting the employees get drunk (laughs) while at work. That's a bad idea. Especially that you're... You're in front of cameras and microphones and you're allowing your staff to get drunk. Now, it is funny. It is so funny as a just a regular person to watch that when they're hammered and they're saying dumb stuff because they look just like us. Instead of the, the typical news reporter that is like so uptight that you could stick a, a lump of coal up their butt and next thing you know, they got a diamond. That's how uptight they are. And to see them relaxed and be just dumb like us, that's great. I like to see that. So I think that, honestly, CNN made a mistake by announcing that they're making people stop getting drunk. 
They should have, in all honesty, do not release this to the public, but nobody's allowed to drink on New Year's Eve. It's ridiculous. It's embarrassing. You guys shouldn't be doing it. And then, like, nobody's allowed to discuss it. Or just let them keep going. Jeez, let's see what happens. <laughs> is, is it really New Year's Eve if you don't see a news acre just, like, puking in the background? No, it's not. It's not. America! <laughs> anyway, we got more headlines coming your way. But first, root for safeties this season with your friends over at Superbook Sports. If you bet with Superbook this football season, they're going to give you a $50 bonus if a safety is scored on a Sunday. So no matter how it happens, root for chaos. And you could win money with Superbook Colorado this fall. So download the Superbook Colorado app right now and start rooting for two with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Hey, over at Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, they have an incredible selection of beer, wine, and spirits. They also deliver, and they also have curbside pickup available. So stop on by 104th in Thornton or on Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself. Or you know what you can always do? Check out their weekly deals, events, or even drink recipes online at TotalBev.com. Again, TotalBev.com. Total Beverage, everything you need and more. This actually came in from a listener. It was sent in from Kip Wilson via Sam Brash on Twitter. And Sam was talking about a story that we actually got into a, a few months back back and sam wrote remember those reports of a mystery wolf pack killing 18 calves near meeker colorado parks and wildlife investigated and just told commissioners they can't find any evidence of wolves in the area wow and then he quoted them saying saying we really don't know what happened up there while the humorous answer to this is of course it's aliens it does make you wonder, like, if they're not, if these animals are being slaughtered and there's no evidence of wolves in the area, then you got to go, what the hell else could be harming the animals? And that's a concern. Because if it's not wolves, what else could it be? Could it be individuals going up there and slaughtering? That's a possibility. But you would think that they would find footprints or tire tracks leading up to the area, and that would be a red flag. So it's concerning that there's something going on out there. And the fact that Colorado Parks and Wildlife is saying, we really don't know what's happening up there, that's a concern. But let's just say for a second, it's aliens, because <laughs> why not? I guess if out in Meeker, I, I guess you're having less possibilities of somebody else seeing it but i don't know about that one that's kind of bizarre very bizarre actually i don't know i don't know what do you guys think what could, what could be causing something like that and not leaving uh you know leave a trace now here's the thing colorado parks and wildlife they're experts they know what to look for when it comes to wolves that's what they do so it's not like i could go up there and be like hey guys <laughs> The guy, I hate to correct you, but 
here's some wolf evidence, whatever that might be. They they did an investigation, and I'm I'm assuming they did a good job. So it is kind of concerning of what else could be out there. It's concerning if it was wolves. If it's wolves and they're doing that, and somehow that they didn't actually see the trace of it, that's still that's still concerning. Uh, Eighteen calves being slaughtered, that's that's horrible, and it's horrible for those farmers out there. That's their livelihood, and they're getting screwed over. Hey, one thing I kind of wanted to get into is Harold and Kumar. Maybe you've seen the movies. If you haven't, they're pretty fucking funny. But here's the thing. If you watch a movie like Harold and Kumar, you can't get offended, okay? Don't get offended by it because it's raunchy. It's it's over the line, but it's funny. So Cal Penn... That's uh, one of the lead actors. He was also one, the guy that used to work for the White House as a consultant or something like that. Anyway, he was on with Dr. Mike on TikTok, and they posted this video talking about Harold and Kumar. And I thought it was interesting, and I'll react to it after you hear this audio. Do you think you could ever make Harold and Kumar go to White Castle today in the same way you made it? I'm like, well, no. Of course not. Like, doesn't that suck? Like, no. Isn't that awesome? If I'm doing my job and if I'm good at my job, I should be able to make a comedy today that also appeals to a large group of people. Um, So on the contrary, I don't feel like my hands are tied or as a man, I shouldn't make certain jokes that we were, quote unquote, allowed to make in the past. I think that's missing the point. The point is audience sentiments have changed and how what a wonderful opportunity to continue to push the envelope of what's funny and acceptable. I I think that's you view it as growth. As totally opposed to a challenge. That was on the Dr. Mike podcast, I believe it was. So uh, it's interesting the way he said that because, yeah, a lot of people will look at older movies and go, whoa, whoa, you can't get away with that today. Like, look at Tropic Thunder. You can't make that. Robert Downey Jr. Uh, essentially wearing blackface. But I got to be honest, like I watched that and he does such a great job. But at the time, it, it I didn't even think about it. And talking to uh, people of, of color that, that I used to work with and asking them, they're like, is that offensive to you when you watch that? And they, they've all said the same thing, not the way that they did it. They're like, yeah, the, I, I watch it. I think it's funny. Just the way they did it wasn't to be offensive. They did it was that was part of the joke. I know who I am. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. What? Now, that being said, you still couldn't get away with that today. And going back to what Cal Penn said, it's just things have changed. We've we've educated ourselves more on situations. Look at the movie. What is that one that everybody always talks about? It was a Mel Brooks movie, I think it was. I've never actually seen the whole movie because I was like, dude, that, <laughs> that makes me uncomfortable watching it. Oh, I can't think of it now. It's the old Western one where it's really offensive and you're like, fuck. They say the the N-word constantly. I'm like, ah, that's too much for me. I can't handle it. And I'm white, and it makes me uncomfortable. But that being said, looking at that, that quote from Cal, it's just like, it's great because we as a society are constantly growing. It's, it's good that if you look at movies from, say, five, ten years ago, if not more, you realize, hey, you can't really make that same movie. You can make a general idea of that movie, but it has to be altered because 
this isn't the way people think anymore. And that's a good, that's a good thing. It, at least it means that we're evolving. If we're staying, staying in the same place, that's, that's a bad thing. We're, we're making progress. I get it. You don't want everything to be completely canceled and every be, everybody be offended. Trust me, on my podcast, I offend a lot of people. I get it. Every now and then, I'll get something from somebody saying, the fact that you say fuck so much, or they say the F word, it, you know, it really bothers me. I'm like, well, don't fucking listen. <laughs> it's okay to be offended by things. But the thing overall, it's just like, in, in 10 years from now, will I continue to do the podcast the same way? Most likely not. I'll, I'll evolve. I'll change. I'll realize that my audience is, has evolved as well, and w I'm going to adapt to them. That's the same concept of this, is that we're all changing. We're all constantly learning. We make mistakes. I, When I had Scott Hastings on this podcast, we were talking about that. We used to do bits that you definitely can't do on the radio now. We used to do a bit called Dead Gay or Canadian. You can't do that now. If you did, you'd be thrown off the air because it's insensitive. But we used to do it. We had a open and everything. And I would play Don Pardo de Huff and I would be the host and I, I would have callers call in and uh, I would be like, hey, all right, Todd. You have to tell, I'm going to give you a celebrity name and you have to tell me, is this person dead, gay, or Canadian? All right. And then person's name is Justin Bieber. Justin, and they would say he's gay. And I'm like, no, no, he's just Canadian <laughs> or something like that. And you know, that's, that's what the joke was, but you couldn't do that this day and age. And to be honest, I get it. I'm not offended by that. I, as far as the growth part, I understand it. I, I'm fine with the fact that you can't do it anymore. That's just the way it is. You just got to understand that things are always evolving you look at the way people treated women back in the day, like they were just trash. There's still people that treat women like trash. Don't get me wrong. And those people are pieces of shit. But what I'm saying is we've evolved. You look at the old Leave it to Beaver movie or TV show, and there's, there's Ward Cleaver talking about a woman's places in the kitchen. Oh, Dad, it's funny. What's funny? Well, whenever we cook inside... Mom always does the cooking, but whenever we cook outside, you always do it. How come? Well, it's sort of traditional, I guess. Uh, you know, they say a woman's place is in the home, and uh, I suppose as long as she's in the home, she might as well be in the kitchen. I used to play that sound bite for a while on the at the radio station. Then we realized, God, this is kind of fucked up that we that we play it. And two, it's just like it was fucked up that they used to do that. We used to play it, making fun of how times have changed. But it tells you just like we evolve as a society. So you couldn't make the Leave it to Beaver show as it once was because it was racist, it was sexist, and it was just, you know, it wasn't good. It, they didn't treat people right back then. We've evolved. And the same thing goes for what uh, uh, Cal Penn was talking about is that movies are the same way. Yes, Harold and Kumar. It could be made today, but it's going to be altered. Tropic Thunder could be made today, but it's going to be altered. And that's okay. 
But now here's the problem. You got the the people that are the traditionalists that are like, no, that's if you remake it, you got to make it, you know, exactly the same way. Oh, my God, guys, you're the same people that freaked out, freaked out because they made a Ghostbusters movie with all women, <laughs> which, by the way, I still say is the funniest of the Ghostbusters movie. Is it is it the best one? Maybe not. They screwed up on the script. I will tell you that. They should not have made that a a reboot and retry of starting from scratch. And hey, they should have made it a continuation of the, the first two movies. That's where they screwed up. They If they would have done that, it would have been fine. And I think people wouldn't have lost their shit. But since they tried to reinvent the wheel in this situation and totally tried to go, it's all women and whatever, and that freaked everybody out. Didn't freak me out because I was like, it's funny. But a lot of people were offended by that and freaked the fuck out. So anyway, what I'm saying is it's fine that we're, we evolve. It's fine that people get offended by some things every now and then. That's okay. All that's saying, I'm saying every now and then. I don't like it when people are constantly offended by everything. That drives me nuts. Oh my God, there's some people you're like, why is that bugging you? Why why is this bugging you? Well, it offends me. Like, God, fuck, man. Can't we just be normal people that have different opinions on things? That's okay. But see, in that sense, it's like you would take what uh, Cal Penn said and just be like, yeah, we realize that what we did was really offensive. We shouldn't be doing some of that stuff. I'm not here to argue semantics with you, okay? I'm here to save lives. Ask the police what they know about their son's terrorist activity. Look, we've been American citizens for over 40 years. Now, frankly, I find this very offensive. They're using some sort of dialect I've never heard before. But we can still remake the movie. It's just going to be slightly different because we've learned some things from then to now. So I don't know if that makes sense, what I'm saying. Maybe I'm just spinning my wheels, going in circles, but it's okay that we get offended every now and then. It's not okay in my mind to get offended by everything because then it's just like ridiculous. But I, I like what he's saying. Again, I will always love Tropic Thunder <laughs> and <laughs> fucking... Crazy movie. Funny, funny movie. Can't make it the exact same way today, but it's still funny. And the way they did that, though, with Robert Downey Jr., they they took it at a comical uh, perspective of saying how silly he was thinking that he could get away with doing what he did. That's 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 how they got around that. It's still hilarious. Anyway. Anyway, thank you guys so much. Uh, maybe I pissed some people off with that, but I, I, I really don't think you should be offended by it. But hey, <laughs> whatever. Maybe in a year from now, I'll go back and listen to us to this and go, ah, I shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have said it. And that's fine. That's what we do. Like I said, with with Hastings and I, we go back and we admit we we made some mistakes. But at the time. It wasn't something that anybody really talked about and kind of going back with Harold and Kumar and all this other, all these other movies where you're like, Whoa, we just didn't talk about that stuff. 
I used to say a lot of things on the air where I'm like, I go back and think about it. I'm like, oh, why did I fucking say that? That's stupid. It was just so ignorant. And now once you educate yourself, you're like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't say that. Uh, or just alter how I say things because it's just not a, not necessary. You can still have fun and do the things, but you just got to alter the way you say them because it's just, is it about being offended or is it about doing what's right? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm spinning around, not saying much at all. So anyway, <laughs> classic stuff. Anyway, I hope you guys had a great day. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, share it with your friends. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado, Blake Street Tavern. They're at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. And of course, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. It's to Huff Uncensored. I appreciate each and every one of you. Have a great day. I'll talk to you next time.